Welcome to the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. This is Colby Wood. And on this podcast, we take a deep dive into medical sales and in particular, orthopedic medical sales, where I do my best to share with you everything that I have learned up to this point and document really the day-to-day sales calls and meetings and interactions I'm having so that you can learn from my experiences and hopefully help you become more successful in your career as well. So without any further ado, please enjoy today's podcast. Hello, this is Colby. Hey, Colby, how are you doing? This is Jeff speaking. Hey, what's up, man? How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. Definitely uh, thankful for the opportunity to uh, connect with you here. Yeah, man. Happy to do it. Um, so I'll give you like a brief uh, outline of you know kind of like what I'm about. Um, sure. Found your stuff online, obviously. Uh, pretty informative. And my background is very similar to yours as far as uh, upbringing and then uh, – Degree was uh, exercise physiology, exercise science. Okay. Um, with a background in uh, minor in business and uh, physical therapy was kind of the concentration. Okay. And from the Vermont area, and originally, like, the, you know, if I was going to go back to grad school and be a PA or something like that, it, the goal was to uh, go right into medical device sales. Okay. Yeah. And I was, I was coming out of college and with, like, family and there's like family situations and everything else. Life kind of stuck me here in Vermont. And okay. uh, when, I did, when I was doing my research, a lot of these positions were reallocated out of, Boston, out of the Boston market or, or greater Boston area and so forth. So I kind of uh, leaped out of that idea for a while until I came across positions with like Stryker and uh, Johnson Johnson uh, locally. Okay. And, uh, and now I'm trying to apply for it. Got it. Got so it. And then for the last, uh, last four years since college, I've been doing uh, different types of sales positions from from uh, timeshare to cellular to automotive. Okay. All right. So you've been you've been doing sales for four years post college. Um, yeah. And you're in Vermont, and that's where you need to be. Correct. Like. Correct. You don't, you don't have sure. the luxury of moving. Correct. Okay. Um, Got it. What, um, I mean, have you been applying to positions or like kind of where are you at in the process? So I, so I signed out, I have a position because the recruiter reached out to me and, uh, she said I'd be getting an interview and I haven't heard back anything yet for a few weeks. And I added the uh, hiring manager, um, on LinkedIn and he accepted immediately. And I saw his post to reach out to him directly, but I didn't want to overstep him to command. Okay. Um, you know, just being like you know former military and myself and such, I didn't want to kind of overstep the boundary, you know. Yeah, I hear you. So I'm trying to uh, figure out how to get to the gatekeeper um, in a professional manner. Uh, yeah. To, you know, to ensure you know, and then then once I get there, I'm gonna make sure I'm the obvious choice to uh, get the position. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you know, I guess from my from my perspective, you know you being the obvious choice is completely up to you. What I feel like I could potentially help with is like, what are you doing currently as a way to like, if that's the only opportunity that you have or that you're looking at, you know, my first question is why is that? Like, is it the only one that you're interested in or are there literally no other positions 
that are available right now in that area? It would be the latter. Yeah, okay. The traditions in Vermont are few uh, and far between. That's that's like one of the big reasons I'm reaching out. It's because <clears throat> you know it's to ensure that you know I really do well in pursuit of this. You know. Yeah. If uh, you know, it's not like you know all, all my eggs are in one basket on purpose. You know, it's because of the um, lack of quantity of the position around here. You know, you know, like I went to Mass, there'd be twenty positions open, right? But well, for, for, uh, for Vermont, it's few and far between. Yeah, and I guess I don't know the geography, and maybe that's just the reality of the of the beast. But um, like North, where, Northeast, yeah. Where, where, uh, like, where did you find that job opening? Like, did they have a posted on LinkedIn? Did they have a posted on the website, like the company website, or both? Like, okay. Um, and if you don't mind me asking, who is it with? Uh, Striker. Striker. Uh, what division? Farmer uh, sales. Okay. Lower extremities. Got it. Got it. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, if the upside is that Striker and Synthes dominate trauma. So uh, you'd be with one of the one of the top companies, which is good. Um, I, I mean, I guess it sounds like you're just trying to figure out, like, like should you or should you not reach back out? Or, like, I guess... I'm trying to, where, I'm trying to figure out a couple things. One is, you know... I'm pretty aggressive in sales, you know, and, and I, I would, uh, you know, tr- like I said, I'm trying to be delicate with this, um, while at the same time, you know, showing that you know, I can be aggressive, because, you know, that's what we want, what you want for any sales position, right? But, um, you know, I can reach out to the hiring manager, like, right now, I just don't know if I, like, if I should, if I should give the recruiter more time, because, um, you know, all recruiters doing is lining up as many interviews as they can yeah. for the, uh, for the hiring manager, so that's all they're doing. Um, and me personally, I'd rather bypass that, go right to them and say, hey, like, you know, here's the deal, here's what I got, you know, I have, I have a degree and a sales experience, and I, and I have the um, intent and persistence to be uh, successful at this, you know? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess the way that I would approach that is it all comes down to what you actually say to the hiring manager. Like, it, you know, if, if I'm the hiring manager and, you know, I've got other people below me that are trying to do the initial screening of candidates like you, and I get somebody reaching out to me, and it's been, you know, a week or whatever, it's been two weeks for you, something like that, and it comes off poorly, then it could hurt you. But, like, I think then it comes down to what do you say? Like, if you reach out to them and, you know, like, what's going through my mind is reaching out and, like, you're not necessarily selling yourself in my mind. Like, that person is not interviewing you currently. So I wouldn't be like, hey, you know, this is my background. I'm interviewing for this job. Like, you should hire me. Like, that that approach seems to me like the wrong way to handle it and could potentially come off wrong. But if, you know, if I were you, I'd probably reach out and say, Hey, I interviewed for this, uh, you know, for this position with so-and-so a couple weeks back, I had reached out a couple of times, haven't heard anything. I wanted to tap in with you, you know, see where you're at in the hiring process, see if there's anything that I can do for you guys at this point, you know, something like that, where it doesn't come off as like, you're not trying to sell yourself as much as like they're seeing that you're just following up in an appropriate manner. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And then I guess um, the second question is, uh, if, I get the, if I get the main interview, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you, what really separates, like, like I said, listen to your podcast, but what really <laughs> separates um, the people you hire from people you don't hire? Um, um, yeah. You know, especially when you have a lot of people that have, like, the same, you know, very similar background, they, they get out with a pre-med degree. Um, probably happens to a lot of people get out with a pre-med degree, they don't go to grad school. Um, 
and they have it, and then they have the sales experience. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's hard to exactly figure out what that is because as much as, like, we all think we're, like, objective people, you know, like, I mean, ultimately the people that are going to hire you are just as much swayed by their unconscious, you know, part of their brain as much as their conscious part of their brain. If, right. if from an objective standpoint, you're the same candidate as somebody else, meaning that you've got the same background, same experience, theoretically you have the same you know, you'd be coming in at the same level, yada, yada. At that point, I mean, I've got to look at, like, number one, like, who do I like more? Who do I feel like I can work with and not hate, <laughs> not hate working yeah. with? Yeah, like the, the, the car ride to the hospital bit, right? What's that? The car ride to the hospital bit, right? Car ride to the hospital? Yeah, like, in one of your podcasts, you mentioned, like, hey, who can I stand in a car, you know, yeah. in, a, in a car ride to, you know? Yeah, and ultimately, people want to work with people that are similar right. to them that they like that they feel like they don't have to uh baby that are not going to take you know need to be spoon fed etc so like if you've got all the from an objective standpoint if there's really no way to differentiate differentiate you versus somebody else that they're interviewing you know at that point you've got to try to figure out like how am I going to connect with them personally so that I stick in their mind like do we have anything in common like completely unrelated to sales like they've they like cars and you like cars. Like, I, I don't know. Like, finding something to connect with them to say, I'd prefer you. Like, like all else being equal, why would you buy one product over another? Right. I don't know. Like, you like the brand. Or, you know, somebody works for the company that you know. Or, like, you just have to find some random thing that's going to be the thing that sticks in their mind. Um, okay. I got but, you. But I would, you know, I, I would diff... The way that I think about it is I, diff, I try to differentiate myself in the in the way that I'm like asking them the questions and almost <laughs> like it, it sounds backward and it sounds weird, but I would want to be like borderline coaching them. Like, like once I say it, it's going to sound a little bit different, but the way that, I, you know, I'm like coaching them on how and who they should hire, <laughs> you know, like, like I'm, a, I'm almost like not the person that's being interviewed. I'm like now the consultant for them on who they should hire. Meaning that, you know, I would ask them questions like, you know, I, you know, I totally understand, you know, you're probably interviewing a lot of people with similar backgrounds like mine, you know, like from my standpoint, the way that I look at it is this, you know, like whoever you think is going to be the best candidate six months down the road, whoever's going to perform the best. Cause like a lot of people have sales experience and I, I totally get that, you know, this is like actually how I would be saying it if I was you, you know, I've got sales experience, other people do as well. What what I understand is that ultimately what matters is that this position produces. Like, we've got to grow the business. And I, I fully recognize that it's my job to do that. And your job is looking at who is going to be the best person to do that. Like, sales experience is good, but only insofar as it's actually going to move the needle for you guys. You know? Like, you're almost... in it. In some ways, it's not actually telling them anything new. But, like, the way that people... Th- like the subconscious brain, the way that people operate is like, if you just, if you like get them to agree with you on how, how you think and how they think, like they're automatically going to be like inclined to you. You know, like if somebody else is just like, yeah, I've got sales experience. Okay, cool. And that's it. You're like, yeah, no, really what I think you should be thinking about is this. And they're like, yeah, that is what I'm thinking about. Like you're, you're almost not even telling them anything new other than the fact that you're just, you're essentially telling them what they're thinking in their brain 
without them saying it, and they're immediately going to be like, oh, shit, like at a very subconscious level. Does that gotcha. make sense? It's like six months down the road, who's going to be self-reliant? Who's going to be able to uh, really expand the business style, you know, being babied and, and so forth? Yeah, I mean, because, like, if you've got if you've got equal sales experience, ultimately what I'm going to say is, well, how much of a pain in the ass are they going to be? Like, are they going to be asking for more, more money six months down the road? Are they going to, am I going to have to be calling them every morning, making sure they're doing what they need to be doing? Am I going to be getting calls from the facilities that they're working at that, you know, they're being in a pain in the ass or they opened up a product that they weren't supposed to open or they added a product to a bill sheet that they didn't actually use. And now the account is pissed that, you know, they put an additional $200 screw on there with their plating system. Like they don't want, like part of it is like the biggest thing in sales and in hiring. And, you know, I'm sure it's the same in every industry is turnover. Like the last thing that they want to do is hire you and then either have problems with you. So they have to go, they have to fire you and hire somebody else, or you don't do a good job and they have to go find somebody else. Like how so can would you, like, it's not what you say, it's how you say it, right? So it's, you know, turnover being a huge thing in sales, um, you know, and this being like a career that I want to do long term here. Sure. But would you, would you directly say, hey, like, can I just directly say that? Be aggressive like that? Say, hey, like, this is a, you know, a job that maybe you just move their company for the next 10 years, you know, not having to, you know, rehash that one too? Um, well, I mean, it, to be honest, it sounds weird the way you say aggressive. Like, saying that you want the job doesn't, that to me isn't really aggressive at all. That's just being like totally candid. Like, hey, like, I don't know, at least in my mind, when I hear the word aggressive, it, it seems to me like you're like borderline annoying. But like if I'm hiring somebody and they're like, yeah, like this is what I want to do. Like, just so we're clear, you know, I'm not looking for other jobs. I'm not like interviewing for other positions. Like I want to do striker trauma. I want to work for a company like Stryker, which is the best in the business. And this is what I want to do. Like, I'm not looking, you know, I'm not going to chase the next shiny object. Like that to me isn't really aggressive. That's just like, like lay your cards on the table. This is, this is who I am. This is what I'm about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You just have to go about it that way. What do you mean? Say go about like, you know, this is what I'm about. This is who I am. Yeah. I mean, in, in whatever, like say it, say it how you would say it, just make it authentic. But like, if, if you generally, if you generally are like, this is the industry you want to be in and this is the company you want to be in and this is the position you want to be in, like, like you better either directly or indirectly, you better be making that clear, you know, or else like, if you don't make that clear, they're going to have doubts about it. You know, like, I don't know. I would be like, if I'm hiring somebody. Right. And they don't, if, if this doesn't seem like with the turnover level and like how frequently that happens and how easy it is for a bunch of type A sales reps to be pains in the ass. Like, (laughs) like I, if you could convince me that you're going to be just as good as everybody else, but not a pain in the ass, I'm probably going to hire you. You know, (laughs) that's that's just how it's going to be. Yeah. That's that's what salespeople in general. It's funny. Yeah. I got you. Okay. Um, that was like the main two questions was really um, knowing and, and when to reach out to the actual hire manager rather than to wait for the recruiter. But yeah, I'll have yeah. Another, it's been about two, a week and a half, two weeks almost. So. Yeah, and I mean, you know, it totally, like, like I don't know, this is just kind of weird how I think, like, but I've, 
I've kind of done this with candidates in the past is like I intentionally don't follow up with them. Like, yeah, I, I uh, actually that's one of the reasons why I like called you like three times. Yeah. Or uh, kept messaging me like, no, like I said, like I uh, had intention to your podcast, and I was like, all right, you know, so I need to do to get in contact with this guy. It makes sense. Plus, like you know, I, I play basketball with like plenty of doctors, and they're terrible. Even I so I, I, I get it from uh, that perspective, you know. Yeah, yeah, and I mean to be totally candid, Striker in as far as like the industry is viewed, like from a stereotype standpoint, Striker is a company that prefers like very type A, like borderline aggressive sales reps. So you know, if like that's your natural makeup, you know, it seems like it's going to be a fit. But like, so I wouldn't like you don't want to be an ass and you don't want to be annoying. But I wouldn't hold back on like whatever you like. Like, if you're going to try to change the way that you operate to try to get this job, like, it's probably not going to work out in the end anyway. Like, you know, like, just present you the way that you actually operate. They're probably going to, like, number one, it's going to be actually authentic. And number two, it's probably going to fit with exactly what they're looking for anyway. Um, You know. Do you know know anything else about Strecker that would, like, kind of give me an upper hand in the interview? um, I would say just understanding the, the competitive landscape in the trauma space. So... Like if you, I would say walking in and understanding there are, like there are other companies that are in the trauma space, but Stryker and Synthes dominate completely. So the questions I would be asking is, uh, like in the interview is, you know, where do we stand relative to Synthes in this marketplace? Because I understand that both of like Strike us, I would use the term us because you're talking about you being the employee of them. You know, like use that use that terminology. Don't say Stryker and Synthes. Use use the term us. Like, you know, us and Synthes, we're the market, like we dominate the market. How do we stand relative to them and how are we going to be able to convert the business that they currently have? Like, if you're asking questions like that, they're going to recognize that, number one, you understand who your competitors are in the marketplace and what, and you're asking all the right questions that you should be asking day one on the job. Like, fuck, I've got this hospital over here that's a Synthes account or primarily Synthes account. How do I convert them? How long have they had that business? Why do they have it? Is it because we haven't been doing something right? Is it a pricing or contract? You know, like asking those types of questions. And and really, like, there are other people in the market, but, like, not really. Like, <laughs> like trauma market is probably 90, like, legit trauma is probably 95% striker incidents. Gotcha, okay. Um, and then I would ask questions, you know, similar to that. You know, what is it that we're doing right now in this market to make us better and outcompete Synthes because like that's the company that we're going to be up against so like are there certain contracts that we can put in place are there certain usage agreements is there actual like product technology that we have that's better that we can go market and you know like how are we converting these doctors in these accounts you know like those types of questions are going to be I would be asked like whatever the questions you would be asking on day one on the job like just asking the interview process okay um, yeah, that makes sense, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I just got to uh, go all in here and just reach out to them and see where it goes, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I mean, um, is it an associate rep position or a territory manager position? Yeah, it's, a, it's associate, then after um, eight months you get moved into a rep, rep role. Yeah. Um, do you know who the rep is there? I mean, I would go on LinkedIn and I would search for uh, striker trauma rep in your area and try to figure out who that person is. Like, you yeah, pop- I found out the uh, the one on LinkedIn or the one on my he, he is in this territory occasionally. Uh, the kid, this kid from New Hampshire 
and I'm uh, actually talking to him tonight. Nice. Um, just, just to see what the, uh, the process is. Um, but, you know, that's the same thing, like, these, uh, I, can, I can never stand uh, recruiters, because they just, they never get back to you, and they uh, take, like, a million years to respond to you, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, it's probably going to be huge to talk with the actual rep. I mean, assuming that he's the guy that you would be working under, um, like, that could be the make or break point for you, you know? Like, Not necessarily the hiring manager, but the actual rep? Yeah, I mean, both, technically, but, like, you know, you may not talk to the hiring manager. Like, you can message him, that person on LinkedIn, but who knows if they'll actually get back to you. If you actually have something, to, you're, you're actually going to be talking with the territory manager. Like, that's fucking huge, you know? Because uh, that person can go to one of them and say, hey, you know, I talked to this guy. He seems like, you know, he seems like the, like I want to hire him. Or he'll talk to you and be like, that guy's a freaking loser. <laughs> like, I don't know. So that, you know, like it could go both ways, but that's the person that you want to be talking with because, like, they're going to have a lot of say in who gets hired. Okay. Um, and then another question for you, too. Sure. When, you know, after, like, so many years, um, was the transition to uh, – or how long did it take you to transition into a territory manager? As far as um, career growth. Yeah, it took – so it could have been faster, but I, I changed location. So I started as a uh, distal extremity rep in uh, Ann Arbor, Michigan, and I did that for like eight months. And I was, I was working under a territory manager there, uh, but technically I was the only one running that part of the business. So um, I would have been – easily moved into like a quote-unquote territory manager role there probably within a year if I didn't move uh but then I moved over to Chicago and I stayed here for two years working under a guy um and then so it was after the two-year period I moved to Arizona and that's where I was technically a territory manager that a lot of that just comes into like timing you know like I know a number of guys who have been in the who like came in new to the industry and six months down the road their territory manager took another job and then immediately they become a territory manager. You know, it, like the only the only reason they would, you know, I I would also say that if they're saying, yeah, you're going to be, you know, an associate for eight months and then you're going to get your own territory after eight months, like I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily be banking on that unless they give you a real clear outline of exactly how that's going to go. Because the only reason they're going to give you a territory is because either somebody is underperforming and they're going to have to fire him and they're going to promote you or the person gets promoted to another job and therefore it opens up and they're going to give it to you or the person is growing the business so much that they're going to cut that person's territory down in size and uh if the guy's getting fired okay cool if the guy's getting promoted okay cool but if like whoever that guy is that you're going to be talking with tonight if if uh, they're going to cut his territory down in size to give you a, a piece of it, like he's probably not going to be too excited about that and going to be right. fighting that. So, like, like I don't know. That that seems like a little bit, without knowing the situation, that's probably a little bit of, like, just incentive out there, not necessarily fact-based. And I also wouldn't necessarily be bringing that up with the guy tonight. I wouldn't be like, yeah, man, I can't wait to work under you because then eight months down the road, I'm going to get my own territory. He's going to be like, fuck that. <laughs> you know, like, like why, why would I want you when I'm going to, you know, I'm going to hire you and you're going to work with me for eight months and then try to take my territory. <laughs> you know, like, even though that is probably what you're going to try to do, like, you don't want to necessarily tell him that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
Um, and then uh, I tried to uh, download your lower extremity um, page on your uh, website. And it wasn't long. It shows on the, my Gmail that it's downloaded, but there's, it doesn't actually show on the computer. Uh, download lower extremity. Uh, what are you talking about? I don't. Like, so, or, 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 or not like I tried the uh, the sales program first. Not not low summaries yet. Got it. Got the, it. Uh, I, I tried to download like, like your sales program just to check everything. Yeah. Just to like get, get a feel for it. Yeah. And um, yeah, it shows in my Gmail that like it it's downloaded, but it's nothing shows up on my computer. Uh, so I guess I don't know exactly. There isn't anything to download necessarily. It's all just on the website. So if you've got like a login portal you'd be able to go there and see it all. I mean, I, I'll, I'll send you a picture of it tonight. I mean, just show what okay. I'm talking about, but... Okay, yeah, do that. Do that, because I'm, I'm curious what uh, what that is. I don't it, know. It, it was under your, um, like, your sales program. Okay. And the sales, you know, the sales part, like, I really, you know, don't need to you know, unless it's actually specific to, like, medical device, which it probably is, but... But um, I was looking for, like, you know, ankle and lower extremity stuff, which is not uploaded yet. But I was looking at the sales stuff just to get a feel for like you know how you present things, you know. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I honestly I just haven't even got to the lower extremity yet. Uh, you know, it's, it's hard finding time to get it all done, so it's going to take a little while before I get to that part. But send me whatever whatever you're getting because I've had a number of people do like this is the first time I've ever built a legitimate website, so it's you know there there are definitely some bugs in the system that I've got to work out, and I don't know that they're there until somebody like you is like, hey, this isn't working, so. Hey, no worries. Everything else has been pretty informative, so it's, I mean, it's, been, a, it's been awesome. We've seen the YouTube okay. stuff and the podcast. It's been great. Cool. All right. Nice. But yeah, thank you very else, much man? for uh, taking yeah. some time, Colby. All right, cool. Yeah, for sure. If, if uh, you need anything from, from uh, Vermont, let me know. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. Will do. And uh, good luck. Let me know how, it, uh, how things go for you. I will. Thank you, Colby. All right, cool. Man. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. And as you know, we give all of our content and training away for free. So it would really mean a lot to me if you could subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review. And if you thought that this episode in particular was helpful, consider sending it to somebody you know who you think could benefit as well. Thanks again, and we will see you on the next episode. Bye.